Welcome back to For the Republic. We have another episode. I just want to make another announcement. Um, follow us on Twitter. That's where we're active. That's where I talk shit. We talk shit on there to the to the peoples. And he to talks the... hell. He's talking hell of shit. Yeah, to <laughs> the really enemies. Is. To the enemies. Because I hate you. Uh, what else do you say? Yeah, shit like that. Because you are my enemy. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. And then he went like, ah. <laughs> All right, so that was our announcement. Yeah, so on Twitter we do that stuff. And um, what's up, man? How's everything? We're doing good. We're doing good. Some some a lot of busy stuff happening this week. You know, believe it or not. That's good. Breaking news. I for just today. realized that uh, my head is shiny. Yeah, shiny ass head. He just polished it. That's why. Look, it's, it's not real. That's not real hair. He got that from the children. He got that from Palestinian children. The light follows wherever I go. <laughs> Alrighty. The darkness still follows me. The darkness follows you as a genocide unfolds in Gaza. That's probably what they say. How's, how's everything with you, man? How's your weekend? We're doing good. We're doing good. Our weekend is good because today, the president of Penn University, the Ivy League, not Penn State, University of Pennsylvania, resigned voluntarily so she decided to quit after a controversial hearing or performance at a hearing in congress this week where she and the president of harvard and mit pretty much sat there and refused to say that palestinians or pro-gaza rather pro-hamas people uh protesting on their campus and saying things like intifada and from the river to the sea that they were not conducting in harassment in assault and that only if they actually, pretty much saying that only if they carried out the genocide, that's when it would be a violation of the code, which is insane. Oh, God. Which yeah, is insane what the hell? Because they wouldn't, because they wouldn't go. So we all know what happens on these universities. So we've been seeing it in the news. I'm not going to show videos or anything like that. I don't have a slideshow for, to show you, but to show you headlines. But we've all seen it, that all these kids on all these campuses, whether it's Harvard, Yale, UPenn. <laughs> Or whether it's in front of the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center in New York, whether it's them running into a mall in, in Manhattan, because that's, you know, apparently doing that means something. Or going outside of a Jewish restaurant in Philadelphia and shouting, yeah, Goldie Goldie uh, genocide, whatever the fuck that meant. Um, well, that's what they said, Goldie Goldie. Yeah. Uh, what is it, Goldie? Something like that about genocide and hell. Some, some, because, just because you're Jewish and have a restaurant in Philadelphia, that means you're genocide. You're committing genocide. These Make protests that... are very catchy with the words sometimes. Yeah, they're very catchy, but they don't understand the thing they're saying, which is the no. reality of the situation. <laughs> Racism. Because, because if you told them, okay, what river and what sea, they're not going to know. They, they, don't, they know. don't know. They have no idea. Like, okay, which one? And um, where? Can I ask you what river and what, what sea? River? Um, what sea? The, the river that's in river. Gaza. Yeah. The... The, Gaza, the, Gaza, the Gaza Ocean. The, the Gaza <laughs> Because they the don't Gaza know. Lake. The Gaza Lake. <laughs> the, the Gaza cart. The Gaza water park. The Gaza, Gaza flags. <laughs> Yo, imagine imagine a bunch of uh, women that like fully covered in hijabs and they go to the water park and take selfies. We at the water park? Six hijabs. You can't even tell who they are or what they look like. Yeah, that's, you're, it's more like six hijabs. 
Oh my god, I'm crying. But that's the that's just the reality. So they don't know. And so <laughs> these university professors I'm gonna we're gonna show the video of them testifying just so people understand how ridiculous the situation has been. Um Yeah, because people never understand. Yeah, they, they have to see the stupidity. So they were testifying with um um what was it? Uh, Elise uh was it Stenoff? Dr. Kornbluth. Does M at MIT does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment? Yes or no? If targeted at individuals not making public statements. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does have, not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for Intifada. I've heard chants which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. Sally Kornbluff. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules? That would be um, investigated as, as harassment if pervasive and severe. Ms. McGill, at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. I, I am asking. What is she smiling about? Specifically calling for the genocide of oh, Jews. Does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision, Congresswoman. It's a context-dependent decision. That's your testimony today. Calling for the genocide of Jews is depending upon the context. That is not bullying or harassment. But if you ask them the context, they don't have context. Like, what is the context? No, they can't even say a simple yes, yes or no. They can't. They won't because they know what's happening when they get back home. Yeah, exactly. This is the easiest question to answer yes, Ms. McGill. So is your if testimony it, that it, you will not answer yes? If it uh, is, if the, yes speech becomes, no. if the speech becomes conduct, it can be harassment, yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? The speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm gonna give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Is calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. It can be out of here. Yes. And Dr. Gay at Harvard does call for the <laughs> genocide gay. of All right. Before you see anything, yes. This person, not only is her name gay, but she is gay. Oh, typical. I think. Have you seen this? I've only seen a small part of it. I didn't see it, this whole thing. Okay, I think as far as I know, she is gay. Yeah, I, I didn't see the whole thing with Miss Mrs. Gay, whatever she is. <laughs> Mrs. Gay. Oh, never mind. She's not gay. Mrs. Mrs. Gay, why are That's you gay? That's a disappointment. That's a disappointment. Why is that a disappointment? <laughs> you should be gay with that last name. You should be gay. Anyway, we'll, we'll see why. Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. What's the context? She looks gay. Targeted as an individual. Yeah. Targeted as, at an individual. It's she targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of anti-Semitism? 
I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Anti-Semitic rhetoric. And is it anti-Semitic rhetoric? Oh, was her? No, yeah, I did. I just saw this part right here. Yeah, I just saw this one. Bullying, harassment, intimidation. That is actionable conduct, and we do take action. So the answer is yes. That calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard Code of Conduct, correct? Again, it depends on the context. It does not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. These are unacceptable answers across the board. Jeez. Yeah, and I think... Uh... Dr. Kornbluth. Yes. Yeah, she, um, she did a fine job. Yeah, that was a fine job. Um, I've seen reactions online, obviously. Um, of just different people having different opinions and like, you know. Um, when they got back, obviously, I mean, we obviously know why they're walking such a fine line and why they won't say it, even if they did believe it. And I, and I, far as I know, I don't think they do. I don't think they believe that. I don't think they believe that calling for the genocide of Jews is is should be punished, because I think in their minds they view it not only as a good thing, as a noble thing, because they view this as a struggle between the oppressed and the oppressors. So they think that this is, yeah, this is a resistance fight. And then second of all, um, they view this as free speech. They view this as they have the right to protest. And so they mix that in. And that is a legitimate debate. Okay, that we'll have another day if we want to. I don't feel like it, but for the, because this is pointless, but it's, okay, well, if you're having a protest and you are, you do have the right to freedom of speech, are you allowed to say everything? anything that's when it get that's when it gets dicey it's like that does mean that you need context but we know the context the context the context is simple they're not saying genocide of jews as a joke they're not saying genocide of jews as a as a matter of flame of, of exaggeration no they mean that because when yeah. you keep saying things like antifada and river to the sea even though they don't know what river it is and they don't know what sea it is in fact they don't know where Gaza is. Well, some people don't even know what that even means, too. They don't. Like, it's a lot, exactly. It's, it's, it's a code for it, yeah. It's a code. It, that just means that that is another thing calling for the elimination of Israel. And when you say the elimination of Israel, or explicitly implying the elimination of Israel by saying that you want a complete unified Palestinian state or country, that obviously means the end of Israel. So what happens to those people? Do they just become Israelis? Do they, I mean, do they just become Palestinian? No. They're going to kick them out. I mean, there, there are there are reasons why there are code of conducts, and you know, we have stuff like that. You know, she mentioned harassment and bullying. Exactly. And people like them want to, you know, like like you said, want to mix it up with this is freedom of speech. Well, this is also harassment and bullying. Exactly. But then and, when you've I, seen and see anybody who hasn't, like, if we had never seen these things and thought this was our first time seeing a protest and on a university campus, we'd be mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, this is normal. Like, oh, you know, that is weird. But we've seen that. Replace Jews with, with gays, blacks, Hispanics, or trans, especially trans blacks, because apparently that's a real thing. It's a whole different group, yeah. You already know what would happen if those kids were protesting, saying, kill all the blacks, or gays, or trans, or Hispanics. We all know what would be happening. There would be a revolution on their hands. Those people would, would be giving away money like crazy. Oh my god. 
They would be giving charity. They Athletes, would be giving celebrities. Oh my oh god, my they god. would be. Every, LeBron James would be crying. <laughs> He'd be crying. There'd be He'd a walkout. Big, two, big, big tall dudes like sitting there crying right in There'd front of the There'd be a screen. walkout. Remember, they walked out. I think when the Wisconsin thing happened, not just George Floyd, but I think they walked out when the when the uh, Wisconsin thing happened. Uh, and it turned uh, out that his, he was actually what's that guy's name? The guy who was actually going to stab a um a girl because he raped uh, another kid. I guess something like that. I forget his name. I think that's the one where they walked. Uh, no, out. I think he was gonna. Um, yeah, I think he was like sexually violate his ex. Um, yeah, I forgot what his name. I even looked it up last. Jacob time, Blake. So. Jacob Blake. There we go. Yeah, who turned out to be a criminal. I mean, he already wasn't. Not only was he already a criminal, but he was armed with a machete and about to harm a woman that he wanted to force with him. I think his daughter or something away from the mother or something. No, not his daughter, but a daughter. I think he was attacking a woman. Another woman, something like that. And he tried to break into the home. But this is the level of lack of context that these people have. So when they say context, we know that's bullshit because they don't know the context. They don't know the history. They don't they haven't known it. They haven't read anything. They don't know anything because you prove that by talking to them. Why are they out there? Because they have a deep sense of of hatred towards Jewish people and Israelis. That is the point. End of fucking story. That's why they're out there. There isn't because I feel bad about human trafficking. If they were out there saying, you know, uh, human trafficking or because of pollution. Okay, I get it. I get it. That's a reasonable thing for you to be out there, whether I agree with it or not. But to go out there and say, yeah, we're going to go out here and chant for genocide and then add other things into it that don't make any sense. Like we've talked about someone we know about genocide in the Congo. There is no context there because you don't understand any. And to say that, oh, I'm going to walk out and and enjoy and protest not just for them but also because of the congo first of all you don't even know where the congo is second of all you have no idea what's going on in there and third of all you don't understand the history of the situation the belgians don't own the congo anymore they haven't owned the congo for like 50 for over 50 60 years and the congo is led by a socialist communist government or a socialist government that takes in billions of dollars from china so is that so how is that genocidal i don't understand how you can be, be how you can be paid Hundreds of billions of dollars by China, and but have a genocide at the same time. I don't get that. And then have a genocide. It's crazy by nobody even. Group. It's crazy nobody even cares about China. Nobody even mentions about China. Nobody mentions them because that's how big the propaganda is. That's how it big is. the propaganda it's is. Scary. They're now led to believe that everything bad in the world happens between because of two main people. It's the United States and or Israel. That's why they've been convinced of that. But these kids don't know that. They just know the key words. What do the racism? That's racist. Genocide. Oppression. Uh, apartheid. Uh, uh, uh. They just shout out words. They don't know the meaning of them. They don't know how to use them in a sentence. They don't understand the history between behind things. They don't understand any of these things. They don't understand what apartheid in South Africa meant. They just know that Nelson Mandela went into jail because he's black. And there were white people that were racist. But they don't understand anything about it. They don't understand the history. They don't understand the history. So they say things like Africans are all we have to. Uh, I love all the Africans. The, all the Africans don't like each other. And I bet no one like you either. <laughs> and they don't like you. That's the second thing. They don't like each other, and they don't like you because you're also not one of them. Because you're not African. They don't view you yeah. as African. You don't live in Africa. You never grew up as an African. You never did. So that's the first. That's that's just part of it. So it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make. And then these university professors who are scared shitless if they aren't complicit with these protests are worried because if they go back home to their 
that the universities, they're going to face a backlash. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was going to say, do you think that um, they have someone right on their ears telling them what to do? Well, these are these remember what these to say people, and what to do. These people, they're not teachers. They're not they're not professors. You become because they're a, all, they're all they're all doing it at the same time. Even Harvard's doing it too. They're all each of those people, and typically uh, school administrators, they're typically not professors like presidents of universities. Those three are lawyers. They're lawyers. So they understand language in a way that they can manipulate. That's why I don't like lawyers because they're just, uh, they just do sophistry. Yeah, they just, they, yeah. They don't have a point. They don't have a. They don't have a reason. <laughs> they don't have logic. They use the language in order to make themselves or to void themselves of any responsibility or culpability or accountability. So they use the language to make it to give you a non-answer, because that's what they're trained for. They're trained to manipulate language say, yeah. and create an argument out of nothing. And they're really good at it. Yeah. And they're really good at it. See, they could get away with that on anybody else. What depends the context? See, she didn't fall for the bait. Because she could have acted what context? And they would have went into some spiel. That's what they were waiting for. But she said, No, it doesn't. It's yes or no. Does genocide of Jews, chatting for the genocide of Jews, is that and so they're done. They're like, Oh, okay. Well, I have to find a way to add to this. Because they knew that if they go back home, they're going to be attacked by the mob. Remember, Harvard is the same institution that has 1% of, of faculty voting, feeling leaning conservative. These are not places that, that believe in freedom of speech. These are not places that believe in freedom of expression. They do not. They don't do that. That's why you've seen tons of donors, mainly Bill Ackman, who's been on Twitter mostly every day, just like Elon Musk. Don't you have a job? They've been on there pretty much complaining and i get it this is personal for them and i get this but you know they're complaining about the anti-semitism on college campuses and they're right and they're out there tweeting and saying you know what we're going to stop donating and you've seen tons of people not just in not just those three ivy leagues but we're seeing yale we're seeing columbia university we've seen nyu i think maybe and we're going to see other universities around the country stanford they're going to start losing people who donate not just because they're jewish but people who aren't jewish might come out and say yeah, I don't tolerate that behavior. Now that they see this clip, I, I I would predict in this following week you're going to see people that aren't Jewish that maybe donate because they're liberals and they love those institutions because they think that they defend freedom of speech, even though that's bullshit. We know that they're probably yeah. going to start coming out and say, you know what, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna donate another million dollars like I used to last year. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna keep that, and I might donate to an Israeli gen, uh, charity. Because I don't believe that this is right, what they're saying, that they're allowing these kids to effectively run these these colleges. And you see that a lot with uh, Jewish donors as well. Like they just they just don't want to do it no more. They're pulling out because yeah. they don't believe it. And it's the fact of this always happened on these universities is that these adults who are old enough to know better and mature enough and self-portray themselves as educated enough to know better are letting these kids that are too young and are too dumb enough to know any better, they're telling exactly. them that, yes, it's you like, can what protest, that in the name of protest and social advocacy, that you can break any rules, that you can insult anyone, that you can do anything without the repercussions of consequence, without facing the repercussions of, or any consequences. And that is essentially wrong. And those college administrators and professors are old enough to know better. And they're letting these kids run amok. 
they're old enough to know better, but they're letting these kids do whatever the hell they want. Would you would you still uh weird question? Would you still let your kids uh go to universities even though you know that shit is happening like this? I think I think university is a good debate because I I don't like it when like conservatives come on the other side and say that oh universities are pointless you don't need to go I think if you want to be a really great writer I think university helps you I think if you want to be a journalist a real journalist I think university could help you if you're obviously going into STEM or if you want to be a doctor if you want to be a lawyer if you want to be a scientist you have to go to university if you want to be a finance uh, person you should go to a university because there are technical skills you can learn but I think that the options of it also depends. Like, if your kid wants to be a plumber, why am I sending you to college? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be a welder, why would you go to college? You need what to you, That's what it. You, what you need like a math degree to do plumbing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you want to be a mathematician, you I should mean, go like, to college. I mean, like knowing the fact that things, knowing the fact that your kid wants to go to a specific university, right? Knowing that they were spewing this, uh, weird agenda, this woke agenda, or anything like that. Would you still let them go? I think we would have a serious discussion on where he's going and what he wants to do. So I think okay. it would matter. Like, you know, where do you want to go? It's it's also, do you have the grades to go? Because obviously, you need the grades to go to UPenn. You need the grades to go to Harvard. But let's just right. assume he does. Right. Right. He scored a 1560 on the SAT, which is out of 1600. <clears throat> Not like when we were in school, it was out of 2400. Now it's out of 1600. Well, uh, oh, yeah. So let's say my kid scores a fifteen sixty on oh, the yeah, SAT. Yeah, it was a twenty four hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So let's say it's fifteen sixty now, <laughs> and they might go to college, and they could go to any of those colleges, MIT, uh, whatever. It's like we're gonna have a good discussion, and we're gonna say, look, this is what you need to learn, and and I think you have to prepare them and tell them, look, you're going to school to learn technical skills on how to be a biologist or how to be a prof or a financial planner or how to be a marketer or how to be a doctor or a lawyer. You're not going to school to learn about whether I believe in human rights or that's not, you believe in that. That's an automatic. So you don't believe in human rights because you're college educated. You believe in human rights because you were raised in a decent way and you're raised at home to believe yeah. that every human life is, has a value and that people deserve respect. And, and I'm happy that I was raised that way. Yeah. You should be raised that way. So you don't go to college to learn that. You can no, learn you history. don't. You really don't. No. You don't go to college to learn that. You don't learn college to become a better person. You learn. You go to college to learn a set of skills that will help you make more money in the in the long term. So you don't. So you don't get stuck working at McDonald's, which isn't a bad job. But guess what? That's not. That's not ideal. That's why you go to college. It's not, you it's want not to good make, enough to keep your rent up. You no, know, you can't. You can't raise a family on that. You can't. So. And so you go to college because you want to gain more income. But college isn't the only avenue. And so these universities have taken advantage of this indoctrination that, yeah, you have to go to college. You have to go to college. <clears throat> and so their prices are high. The quality of the service is now lower because if you look at a university student who wrote a paper in 1970 and compare them to, what, to a paper they wrote today, the paper from 1970 when they didn't have all these sources online blows them out of the water. It's far more better written. It has better vocabulary. They have a better the grammar structure. They have a better paragraph structure. They have better sentence structure. They have better ways of, of illustrating points. They're more articulate in their writing. You also wouldn't see them write like a bunch of times. Exactly. Or say it in their speech. And it's also the quality of admissions. You saw it. We both saw it. That if you're in 2020, 2021, a student from Brooklyn could write BLM, 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 BLM 
on their university essay and they would get accepted to Harvard. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. The kid wrote the kid wrote BLM 10,000 times on their essay and that was their essay to go to college. That was their mission statement to go to university, to a prestigious university. They wrote BLM 3,000 times or something and they were accepted despite they don't look at the GPA, they don't look at the SAT scores, they're not looking at the extracurriculars, they're not looking at how the person is. They're yeah, just that's looking really at scary. And that's the scary thing. So these university administrators are responsible for that. And people are now finally catching up and saying, wait a second, this makes no sense. This makes absolutely no sense that we're paying you, and yet we're paying all the, all this money in tuition. Remember, back during COVID, the university still charged you full price on the tuition, even though everything was online on Zoom. They charged you for room and board. They charged you for all the fees, even though you were confined to your dorm on Zoom receiving a lackluster education. That was all happening. These universities still charge the full price. Full price. And so I think people are now going to realize, yeah, this is insane. This is insane that there are these kids being allowed to do whatever the hell they want. They can say whatever the hell they want. It doesn't matter what they do. It just matters as that they're on the right side of the oppressed versus the oppressors. And they on and, and they believe that they're on the right side. And that yeah. justifies them to say or do whatever the hell they want. And that's a problem. It is a problem for sure. All right, we're going to move on to the next topic. We're going to move on to the debates in um, that happened this week between um, the four Stooges. Did you watch the debate? A little bit, not much. Not much. Yeah, I, I started watching the debate. I I started watching the debate because it was very fiery. I'm going to give my just a quick. Um, would I recommend you watch this debate? I would never recommend you watch them because they're boring as hell and that. Yeah, that's why I don't really. But this turned out to be the best debate out of any of them that they ever had. This turned out to be the best debate they had. Um, this turned out to be the best they had. There. This is the last debate. So this was the fourth and last debate. So this is probably why the the, the fireworks went off because this was the time where they had to leave a lasting impression before the Iowa caucus which is coming up just shortly soon in a couple of weeks wait so, was was ron wearing his heels this time ron wasn't wearing he was wearing boots with heels tomato tomato <laughs> he was wearing boots not 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 just boots. <laughs> um, not just heels but he was wearing boots not stilettos like he was before the stilettos stilettos so i'll just give my four reactions i mean i i had four takeaways i had them out on twitter um, check it out. Check us out on Twitter. Subscribe so you can get our thoughts on everything that we write. I thought, you know, that was incredibly important and significant, and etc. Um, so I had a couple of main points, really. Um, we're just gonna look for it here real quick. Um, I sent you some stuff about the debate. You know, I thought it was incredibly significant. I should read it over and like it. Um, so uh, it's, it's like a mix of uh, Haley or Ramaswamy, that one. Yeah, well, I thought, well, I'm just going to say, the clear winner was Vivek. Vivek came out, he came out for everybody's neck. He went at Christie. He went at Christie doesn't Haley. have a neck. He went at DeSantis. Well, he went for his girth. And <laughs> he went at everybody. And I think that that, <laughs> I think that, um... he, he went for his what? He went for his girth. <laughs> his, his orbit. 
<laughs> went for like his, that. <laughs> he went for his orbit. For his tonnage. <laughs> for his tonnage. No, but he went for everybody and he and he brought up the topics that I think the constituency really cares about. Nobody wants to debate Roe v. Wade and abortion ten thousand times like Ron <laughs> no. Santos and Mike Pence no. wants to. Nobody yeah. wants to talk about that. Because that loss was the election. Not Donald Trump being on the ticket like DeSantis wants to make it seem. It was abortion and the fact that these Republican governors, like Ron DeSantis, are unable to make it a popular option. They're not able to do it. And that's why people just, just and remember, we saw it. People just started voting on the other side. Yeah, it's um, kind of a turnoff when, uh, when a Republican want to go ahead and talk about abortion. Yeah, they they don't know how to market the issue. They really don't, no. Yeah. So I had four major takeaways. Um, I thought he distinguished himself. I thought he, he was far more knowledgeable than all the other candidates. I think that I thought that he was able to articulate the, particularly on I foreign mean, policy, where I think is Indian. the most, I think foreign policy is the most important subject just because of the situation worldwide, where we have China, Russia coalescing, North Korea, we have Israel, Palestine, we have the war in Ukraine. And I think Vivek is able to, in a way that Trump doesn't have to, but Vivek is able to clearly articulate several points that he believes are significant in each of those topics. So he's able to articulate the history briefly, what he believes should happen and why it's significant and what he would do. Whether that works or whether whether he would be good <laughs> at it or whether he'd ever be the president is another thing. But he's able to articulate the topics in a manner that's not pre-rehearsed, that's not inauthentic, that comes off, you know what, I studied the topic and I now have an opinion of it. And this is it. Instead of Nikki Haley pretty much taking this pro, this hawk, she's the hawk. She is the war hawk. She and Christy, Christy is the war whale and Nikki Haley is the war hawk. <laughs> They're both active in saying, you know what, we're going to give the Pentagon all the money they want, and we're going to give Israel and Ukraine all the weapons they want, because it is important that we fund war. That's what they're, That's essentially their belief system. And Ron DeSantis, and Christie pointed it out, Ron DeSantis has been able to go throughout all these debates and not give a clear, concise policy adjustment. He is not able to, to put, his, his, put, his, put his stiletto boots in, the, in, in, in dirt and stick to a position and say, you know what? I'm going to be like Vivek, I'm going to actually be MAGA, and I'm going to say, you know what, I don't want another war, and I'm going to go out there and call for a, an end to this war in Ukraine, and I'm going to call for a solution in Israel. I do believe Israel has a right, but they have to, I do not want more of a war, and they and he should be able, instead of just saying, I believe in the right of Israel to defend itself. But how is he going to go around saying, like, I'm going to be MAGA when he, I mean, well, would it would it work more if if he would just be himself? Well, he thinks he is, well himself is. I don't know. I don't think he. Is, I don't think. I don't know what he is himself. I don't know what he is because <laughs> all these years that he's been the governor, I've been seeing this other thing. He he's been trying to pretend he's Trump. He it's talks even... in the way he puts his finger up, and he talks in the gestures, and he does this and that, and he pretends he's Trump. Give me a second. Go ahead. And so he pretends he's Trump and. He goes out and he's having all these hand gestures and he has the sassiness and he has this and the that. So I don't know what he is. I don't know what he is. And he continues to come off as an inauthentic person. Um, my third takeaway was that my third takeaway was, you know, Christie should have not been on the other base stage. We all know that he is effectively just done. There is no shot. He is doing well in the polls in New Hampshire, but that's because people in the area know him. He did well in New Hampshire back in 2016 and yet dropped out. Uh, Sorry. Hope it wasn't that loud. No, no, no worry about it. Um, 
Nikki Haley, she did well, but that's because the media is going to save her and her donors are going to save her. Because oh, yeah. Oh, even yeah. though she's a neocon and a rhino, the media is going to save her. In fact, CNN in their little town hall, the people in her town hall said that Nikki Haley won the debate. And in my mind, I'm like, wait, what? How? She's, I get it. She's <laughs> articulate. She's clever. She has yeah, strong she's a positions. Woman. And she's a woman. But her positions don't line up with the majority of her own party. If she was a Democrat, that'd be great. She'd be Joe Biden in her wig and and with a, <laughs> in, in, in heels. But she's not. And she is a Republican who won't get the support because also, and Vivek has been able to, to demonstrate this, she is corrupt. The fact that she was broke and bankrupt when she left the governor's office of South Carolina and when she left the uh, being ambassador of the UN, and then she became extremely wealthy through effectively turning her husband and her family into a lobbying group for uh, the defense contractors and, and the defense and the defense uh, lobbyists and all those that's defense crazy. companies. That's what she did, and that's why she's extremely wealthy. And so she'll be saved because they want someone in charge that's going to be aligned with them and do whatever the hell they want. And then my fourth takeaway, and this is my thing that I've had with DeSantis. See, people think, oh, I'm just shitting on DeSantis, and I am. But it's because I have high expectation for someone. You know, when I when you come out and tell me and, and, and position yourself as the the next leader of a movement, the next leader of a party, when you say you're going to bring generational change into the Republican Party and you're going to be the man and you're going to be the next Reagan or the next uh, Trump or the next whatever, and if that's how you and your can people position yourself, I expect more. I have high expectations because you Trump, have to do more, yeah. Trump had high expectations, and not only that, he exceeded all of them. And now he's set even more. So, with the bet that he's going to exceed them, because we trust that he will. So, I have high expectations. So, when I hear people saying a safe debate, you're a loser. You're a complete loser. I don't. Especially want at a time now, there's no such thing as safe debate. I want you to go out there and put yourself on the line. This is the fourth debate. Go out there. And punch a bitch in the face. Go out there and punch Nikki Haley in the face. Call her a warhawk. Say, Nikki, you want to fund endless wars. You're not talking to us how you bring us to an end. Yeah. You want to fund endless wars. Go out there and call Chris Christie fat. Go out there and call Vivek Indian and, and has a weird name. Just say, hey, nobody's going to vote for you because nobody knows you. And that's the truth. Nobody knows who Vivek is. Go out there. Smack <laughs> a bitch. Kick, kick some guy in the nuts. Do something crazy. Go out there and make it memorable. Make us say, damn it, Ron DeSantis went out there and he slayed. He went after all three. He didn't give a shit. And he said, you know what? All three of you are not the capable leader. I'm the only one on this stage who can win. Don't say, in Florida, go out and say, no, I'm the motherfucking boss and I call the shots. Go out there and be the guy. Trump went on that debate stage with 16 other people and each one and one of them, whoever, except for uh, Ben Carson and the ones that he liked, he went out there and said, I'm the boss. Don't fuck with me. Ron, Ron, uh, Rand Paul, you're ugly. Why are you on the stage? Carly Freerna, you're not my type. You're ugly as fuck. There's Why plenty are you here? of subject right there. Jeb, you're low energy. Yeah, there's plenty of subject there. Like pretty much saying, hey, you're not like you can't. You're not on my level. And yeah, it was childish, and it was. But guess what? It worked because that's the way he was able to get his points across. That's the way he was able to get the TV stations to follow him for free. That's how CNN and MSNBC and ABC and NBC. Yeah, you also got to know how. Talks. You also gotta know what people like. You like, gotta market. When it comes to America, when it comes to American people, we all love drama. We want to see a fight. <laughs> exactly. We too. We all in. love drama. Do something. We tuned in 
to see Chris Christie get called fat and go eat some food. Go big or go said, home. Go Christie. Go, go go big or go home. Go Christie or go home. All right. <laughs> Do be big. You ha- this is the this is the last debate. You got to go out there and you got to perform and you have to leave a member. You have to be leave a member. You have to you have to make us come on this podcast and say, yeah, from two months from now, I want to be able to say, hey, remember when uh, DeSantis called Christy fat? I mean, that will be nice. Yeah, that that got to be it. I got to. Rem- hey, remember when DeSantis called Nikki Haley corrupt and a warhawk like I'm going to be saying that about Vivek now. Right. Remember no, when Vivek, no, Vivek got the champion. Yeah. Remember when Vivek put up that poster, that cardboard. He has a meme. He's a meme now. He is a memory. It doesn't matter if he doesn't win now, but we're going to remember him for a while now because he made himself oh, yeah. known. He went out there and he swung to the fence. He wanted a he didn't want a single and then get a bunt and get a dr- no. He wanted a grand slam. And you never know. He, uh, he might if he ever decides to go run in twenty twenty eight. He might be bigger. That's it. That's the play. No, we know by then he'll be a figure. That's why you do this so that the next time you're around, or hell, even if this time you win, let's say by God. Divine intervention, he wins. Guess what? People know him. That's the guy who calls Chris Christie a fat bitch. I'll fuck with that guy. That that's what people are gonna say. He just presented himself as you know what? If it's not Trump, it's Vivek. He just did yeah. that. Everyone yep. in the MAGA crowd is just saying, Yeah, if it's not Trump, it's Vivek. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Vivek like cake. Bingo. Like that's it. So I, I got some what? videos here. That's how he said it. That's how you say his name. So here's a video of uh, pretty much, you know, my expectations and what the big cake. Talking, you know, Chris Christie, he was right when he said this about DeSantis. Dude covers the whole screen. Ron gets asked a question and he doesn't answer it. Your question was very specific. You said, would you send American troops as commander in chief? And he went on to this minute and 30 second Hosanna about his knowledge of the military and what we need to do and didn't answer your question. Look. When you're president of the United States, you're not going to have a choice whether to answer that question or not. Your generals, your secretary of defense, your secretary of state, your national security advisor are going to present plans to you. They're going to look at you and say, do we go or don't we, Mr. President? And you can't give a 90-second speech about your military problem with... And he's right when he says that. No, he is right. He's right when he says that because it's true. I mean, he hasn't been able to... uh, give answers and and ron is just i'm gonna talk about christy because i thought that christy was so christy was looking for that moment uh last night that he had in 2016 versus marco he was looking for that moment i think he i think he's been preying on vivek like as if he was like some plate of chicken masala and he's been trying to find a way to to say yeah you're the rookie and i'm the experienced politician i know what i'm gonna say and i'm gonna beat you because christy kind of like trump has the ability to come off the cuff and give a response why does it look like he always got spit on the side of his mouth? Because he does. And so Five Chins over here was looking for that moment, but it just didn't land. And I think he took that shot. At, he took that shot at DeSantis to say, you know what? I'm gonna go. Get, I'm gonna go for the so-called front runner. This guy hasn't given an answer. It just didn't stick though, because at the end. He's only known on one thing on the stage, and it's for being an anti-Trump guy. And Megan kind of called him out. He said that you got into this race just to yeah. stop President Trump. His approval rating with Republicans is currently at 81%. Yours is at 25. Your best state is New Hampshire, and even there, two-thirds of GOP voters say they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Respectfully, Governor, you have not stopped, Mr. Trump. 
And voters may wonder how you could possibly become the nominee of a party that does not appear to like you very much. Yeah, well, look. He said that you got. Yeah, well. Damn, she just ended that man's she career. Just ended it. Yeah, I wrote, I tweeted. That was the end of, of Chris Christie. That, she that pulled a Tucker Carlson on Mike uh, Pence. On him. And so, you know, um, this is my funniest thing about Chris Christie, just because we're going to stop talking about Chris Christie after this. We're not up Oh, yeah, I didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't understand what uh, that meant first, but then I didn't see the bottom part. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I don't think I've ever laughed this hard on air. Oh my God, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh God, I don't think I've ever laughed this hard on air. Oh my God, it's so ridiculous. You know, you know if that's his if, underwear if, size. You know if Ron. Does something like this, I, I I'll be I'll be laughing. Yeah, I if he will did be that laughing. or like you know if he did it to Chris if he said what Vivek, look at what Vivek said if he said, like like I don't I don't I don't care what people say oh it's childish and shit no no I don't care it's funny it's funny to me people I like mean, it. like Robert but Trump like didn't it. Trump didn't do this all the time he only did this because they attacked him he so did, if, yeah exactly yeah so if Ron said something like what Vivek is about to say I would have been like yeah man do that just be like hey. You're not supposed. What are you here for? Like, first of all, say. Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, yeah. and get the hell out of this yeah, race. Uh, when it comes to Nikki, first of all, Chris Christie doesn't know what province. No, but you know what? That that's he, that's what Ron should have said. Because you know what? If you're if and the simps are coming at me, and if they're saying, "Hey, this guy is going to be president again because he's not childish like Trump," yeah, but guess what? Nobody gives a shit. Nobody listen. Nobody knows what he says. I don't. The only thing I I ha, I can in Florida is his most memorable line, and that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, Ron, Ron is not ready, and I I hope in the next twenty years he's not the same like that. Honestly, oh, he's gonna be because if it's it's. If you just gonna be in America, or you don't. <laughs> what are we complaining about? It's not the policy. It's not the Florida. It's not the. It's that you can't sell. You look like a creep, and this is gonna be. And and I'll get into that because I have high expectations. So, because you're positioning yourself as the leader of a future movement that's going to spur change and and generate a conservative boom in the country, where people are gonna become conservatives again, which you haven't done in your own state. You're losing in the Florida primary polls. Ron DeSantis is losing the Florida primary polls but to Trump. That is a problem. I, I mean, I don't know if you know about how much is he losing by. Double digits. Hmm. Double digits. So Vivek goes out against all three, and that's what Ron should have done. Ron, you're the leader. You have to show that you're the alpha, but you're not. You're just the flag carrier. You just carry the flag. I'm the good old boy you can depend on. But you're not the leader. You're not the leader. You don't show command. You don't show you command the room. You generate you're a presence that you can articulate in a way that convinces and sell it and sell a vision of the country. You can't do it. I've seen enough. I have seen a lot, unfortunately. I'm tired of seeing and hearing this guy. And all he talks about is in Florida. I can't go through an in interview Florida. where he doesn't mention in Florida. Like, yes, I get it. Florida's great. But tell me, sell me why Florida's great. He didn't do it in debate versus Newsom. All he held up was the phone with the map of a poop. <laughs> the shit map. The shit map. I, tell me, why is America great? Tell me why you love America. Tell me. 
Javier Millet is the is going to be the president of Argentina, and he does a better job of selling why America in the West is amazing, better than Ron DeSantis. Ronnie, uh, I think I think what Ron needs to do is bring a chainsaw. <laughs> bring a chainsaw. Call Chris Christie fat. Hey, say Nikki. Hey, bitch. Get the fuck out of the stage. You're a warmonger. Say shit like that. Do stuff. You know. Hey, be controversial, but he doesn't want to be. I'm good because Casey said no. Fuck Casey. With all three of my <laughs> colleagues on this debate stage, is all three of them have been licking Donald Trump's boots for years for money and endorsements. Ron DeSantis, you've been a great governor, but you would have never been one without actually begging Donald Trump for that endorsement. And you attacked him in your Nikki book Haley. a year ago. Same thing with <laughs> lobbyists, begging them for COVID money for his special interests in New Jersey, prepping him for the debates last time around. These people are now Monday morning quarterbacking some decision he made. I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump. It's not even Joe Biden. It is the deep state that at least Donald Trump attempted to take on. And if you want somebody who's going to speak truth to power, then vote for somebody who's going to speak the truth to you. Why am I the only person on the stage, at least, who can say that January 6th now does look like it was an inside job, that the government lied to us for 20 years about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11, that the great replacement theory is not some grand right-wing conspiracy theory, but a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform that the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech, that the 2016 election, the one that Trump won for sure, was also one that was stolen from him by the national security establishment <laughs> okay. that actually Thank put you. up the Trump-Russia collusion hopes that they knew was false. There's a reason why I'm the only person That'll on the it, stage sir. who can Thank say you. these things. That's what it's going to take, not people who were licking his boots one time and now Monday okay. morning quarterbacking and criticizing when it's convenient. Governor Christie. <laughs> I am sick and tired of hearing you say that's that's pretty much what Christy said. Um, after it, do no, but that that was the that was the truth. And and the problem is that you saw Ron's uh, you saw Ron's reaction. He was like, he didn't know what to do. He just like looked weird. He says he said something that I thought that it would be a good counterattack, but then looked at everyone else like, no, not funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, in your book, it's like no, man, no one, no, no, like it was real. This is what Laura Loomer recorded, and then then he did. Remember, Ron, you are normal. You are not weird. You are five foot eleven. Your suit is soft, and your shoes are grown up big boy shoes. That's it. Pretend you're listening to music, human music. Good. Check the phone. Normal style. Activate conversation mode. Hello, you're busy. Okay, love you. Bye. Fuckity fuck fuck. Come on, Ron. Be normal. You are not a bobblehead with a dry mouth. You are a big boy with a wet mouth. Activate head turn. Activate toothless smile. Good. Very good. Activate hand gesture. Uh, good. That's better. Remember, you are a Ron DeSantis. You aren't just normal. You're also totally not weird. Remember, yeah, that's amazing. That's and, funny. Um, yeah. Wait, isn't this is this the same guy that that um when uh, Joe Biden was coming out of the helicopter going to the White House? I, I think I so. Yeah, I think they do that. But it's like you know, it sounds just like um you know, and I get it. Like look, and, and this is the thing. Look at this tweet right here. It's like I do, I get it. He's with the Sanders. I never met. By the way, I've never met anybody in person who's been forward to Sanders. They're all online. I haven't seen one either, actually. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah, he's a veteran. He's a lawyer. He was a baseball player at Yale or something. Talk about that. Why can't he talk about that? He can't talk about it, though. 
He can't tell me the experiences. Donald Trump tells me about the time he made a business deal and the day he did. Look at him talk to, to Hannity at this town hall. He's way older. But look at the way he talks, the way he can command the room. When he, look at this answer. Look at his charisma. It's just showing. Look at his posture. Look at the way he looks at Hannity in the eyes and says, what the fuck are you going to say, bitch? Issue, though, because the media <laughs> has been focused on this and attacking you yeah. under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Yeah. Except Look, what? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's, drill. That's not oh, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm it. gonna be I'm gonna be, you know, he keeps <laughs> we love this guy. He says, You're not gonna be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border. And we're drilling, drilling, drilling. <laughs> After that, I'm not a dictator. So that, okay? that, that sounds to me like you're going back to the policies <laughs> when you were president. That's All right. exactly an issue, though. But look at the way he commands. Look at his posture. I mean, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Who's, that's like, that's, that's, that. This guy gives no fucks. He has no fears. He, he doesn't, he's here. You know what I'm saying? Like, he commands the room. That's a guy who's confident. That's a guy who knows. Sean Hannity, what the fuck? He's going to ask me this dumbass question. Like, look at this. Yeah, guy. it was a weird question. I didn't really expect it from him. Guy. He looks at the crowd and he's like, the crowd, they're my friends. Look at it. Look, look at this. Look at it. He gets scared. He jokes around. He smiles. His smile looks normal. When he smiles, it doesn't look forced. Oh, no. no. It doesn't look forced. He looks real. That's a real guy. You look at that guy. <laughs> he might be crazy, but it looks real. It's not you know, forced crazy. I'm so surprised that his hair is still standing strong, even at an age like that. It just sounds and he doesn't. And what I like about the Republicans is that this is him. Nobody's telling him. What I like about him is that nobody's telling him to say this. Nobody mm-hmm. told Trump to say this. Nobody told yeah. Trump that he had to say that. that that's 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 also one uh, one of Ron's biggest problems is that he has too many yeah. people on his ears. And then look at look at what even people that aren't in like don't like Trump and don't like Ron DeSantis are just getting look at what Stephen A says about and I don't like Stephen A I I, I watched for steak before the personalities but not him and, and uh, he, he's, he's I'm not a huge that. fan of him <laughs> but look at what he says about uh, Ron DeSantis don't bring up this subject it's about Ron DeSantis the governor of Florida but it's not about politics it's about sports because he's talking about setting aside a million dollars in the state budget for any potential litigation coming down the pike to sue the NCAA or to sue somebody because of the college football playoff selection committee, they may, will you stop? First of all, sir, don't you have bigger priorities? I mean, you're down, you're trailing Donald Trump by about 59 points in the polls. The man ain't even show up to debate you because he considers you that insignificant. Don't you have bigger problems? Don't you have bigger problems? Here's why I'm going to bring up this subject. Bingo. See, that's what, that's what we think. Trump isn't scared of you. He doesn't. He just doesn't think you matter. He just thinks you're a bug. You're a bug. You don't matter. That's why he's not. That's why he's not there. You don't matter. He doesn't think any of you are a waste of his time. And it's not because he doesn't need to. He's out there earning the vote. When he's at that town hall in Iowa, what do you think he's doing? He's talking to the people in Iowa and saying, "This is what I'm going to do." He doesn't want the voters. He's talking to his, he's talking to his own people and taking care of his um uh, his uh his legal issues. 
he's taking care of his problems, which are, which by the way, are not just his problems, but they're our problems. Because guess what's going to happen to Ron DeSantis if Donald Trump goes to jail? They're going to find a way to get you to jail, buddy. You're going to jail too. Vivek okay, knows to jail. They're going to, Trump is the last domino. If they get him in jail or if they get rid of him, in other ways that we know, you know what I'm saying. Without saying it, you know what I'm saying. They are next. They are not going to be able to do what they think. If they, if they're on the Sanders things, and conservatives who support him and others think that they can just waltz back into the White House. Oh, by the way, if they think there's just going to be an election in 2024 between Joe Biden and Trump, and nothing, nothing abnormal is going to happen, you're kidding yourself. They're yeah. going to do something. Something's going to happen. Yep, I agree. That man represents so much more, and Ron DeSantis can't disti- distinguish himself from the pack. You have to be like that. He is never going to be like that. And I'm not looking, I'm not saying that he needs to be like Trump. But be yourself. Be charismatic. Be yourself. Tell me the vision. You as a politician, you can't just be about policies. You have to sell. And before I hear complaints about the the, the Sanistoids and the the Sims who are out there saying, oh, but he's presidential. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams are founders, by the way, because Ron DeSantis loves the founders and stuff. And he likes to go out there and say stuff like this. They were calling each other transvestites when they were in 1800. They were. No, no, they were. That's really? how personal the fight got between the two of them. That's how much they disliked each other. It became personal. And they insulted each other to the point that they called each other transvestites. And they called themselves homosexuals. They said, he can't be president. He likes guys. He, jumps up, he, dress up, he dresses up like a woman at night. That's why you shouldn't vote for him. That's what they were writing in newspapers. They were writing that; those were the original tweets in pamphlets and newspapers. They were writing that. It's funny people are saying that, like the the people that are running right now aren't professional. <laughs> no, they're trying to say Trump isn't professional. That's why you should vote for 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 DeSantis. They've been doing that joke. shit for a long time. It's yeah, a exactly. Joke. Yeah, it's a joke. But people take it too serious. They take it too seriously. They want it to be boring. Boring. Boring doesn't sell. Yeah, hey, I don't want George them to be w. nice. Bush was boring. You think uh, Ronald Reagan was boring? Ronald Reagan wasn't boring. And by the way, Ronald Reagan, by the way, and Trump have more similarities than you really want to know. And yeah. they, they hate that when I write that. They, they were more, far more similar than DeSantis would ever be. Like, I get it. Yeah, they were both in the military. Ron DeSantis is more boring than Iraq. Than who? Than Iraq. Oh. <laughs> so what's, what's next uh, after this uh, last debate? Uh, there's no more debates after this. So they're gonna declare who's the winner, and then whoever wins goes after Trump. No, no, there's the Iowa caucus. The Iowa caucus. That's that's what comes next. Okay. This was the last debate before the Iowa caucus, and the Iowa caucus is in uh, is on January fifteenth. So it's in. Okay, let me set let me set that my calendar because I did not care any of these debates at all. The Iowa caucus, which is not a debate, by the way, it's when they vote for the winner. No, no, I know, I know. Okay, yeah. That's in January 15th. There is no more debates. Mm-hmm. That was the last debate. Okay, so January 15th. January 15th is the... Oh, Martin Luther King. Oh, uh, well, yeah, Martin Luther King. And then after that, there's going to be other debates, obviously. For the... But before the Iowa primary, this is the last debate. So then afterwards... um. Oh wow! No, they're announcing more debates. Why are they announcing more debates? Really? More debates? January tenth in uh, Jerick University, Iowa, by CNN. January eighteenth 
in New Hampshire by ABC News, and then January 21st at New Hampshire, CNN again. So oh, these are wow. obviously to be announced, of course. So if people drop out by by then, and I'm sure Christie is probably going to drop out by Iowa. I don't think he makes it to Iowa. I think Nikki Haley, if Ron DeSantis, the ending is South Carolina. I do not think all three of them make it. Vivek might stay on, but I don't think they make it to South. I don't think I don't think Ron makes it to Super Tuesday. I don't think so. If he loses three states, if he loses Iowa, if Ron DeSantis loses Iowa, there's a good chance he's out. If he loses New Hampshire, that not be, that might that might not be a big deal. But I think by that by but if he loses in Iowa badly, let's say if he loses in Iowa by at least twenty points, I think there's a good shot that he's out, that he's out after New Hampshire. I don't think he makes it to South Carolina. I think Nikki Haley makes it to South Carolina if she does well in Iowa. So if Nikki Haley comes in second in Iowa, and third or second in New Hampshire, I mean, yeah, I could definitely see Nikki and uh, she makes it to vague South if they Carolina. keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I think DeSantis is in trouble. I think he doesn't make it. So I don't think he makes it to South Carolina if he goes for it. What the fuck is he going to do? Yeah, because I don't, I don't think they make it to Super Tuesday. Because if Super Tuesday comes, Trump's probably going to... Well, we, we have to uh, prepare for Chris Christie dropping it because it's going to be a huge earthquake. That's when he drops. That's going to be huge. Like, literally, when he drops. <laughs> yeah, when he drops out, that that's going to be a problem. Yeah, so... So we're looking at the primary calendar. ABC Super News Tuesday. and CNN... So Super Tuesday, oh wow, they changed the calendar. So, so they have so oh wow, South Carolina. Oh wow. Nevada oh, is wow. Nevada goes before South Carolina. Wow. So it's January fifteenth, Iowa, January twenty third, twenty third, New Hampshire. Nevada, February sixth. Oh, but the caucus is on the eighth. So February 8th is the caucus. February 8th? Okay. February 8th is the caucus in Nevada. February 24th. Yeah, I don't think they make it. I don't think I don't think uh, DeSantis makes it to Nevada. Yeah, I don't I definitely don't think yeah, he makes it to The Florida primary, the Florida primary is in is on March 19th. In order to get to the Florida primary, uh Ron DeSantis has to do decently in the in on Super Tuesday. He has to win in at least. He has to win. There's the 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 states in Super Tuesday are Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. Good luck to him. I don't think he wins. I just want to. Um... I don't think he wins any of these, to be honest with you. I don't think he can. Yeah, I mean, after he, he loses, I want to see. Utah could be one that he might win because there's the the Mitt Romney won in Utah, so why can't Ron? Um, yeah, he's not. I just don't see it. I don't see him. He's not winning Alabama. He's just not. He's not because if you're not popular in Florida, you're not going to be popular in in in, in Alabama. Here, maybe. Uh, here, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, make a poll on uh, Twitter and see uh, if uh, Ron DeSantis can make it? All right, we'll do a poll. We'll do a poll. Let, 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 the, let, the, let the people vote. <laughs> we'll do a poll on Twitter. We'll see what happens. I'll figure out how we're going to word this. You know. Yeah, let's see. Let's when see what. Does, let's see what when, our followers say. When does he drop out? Super Tuesday, after Iowa, uh, New Hampshire, South Carolina, or Super Tuesday? When does he drop out? I'll do it after. When does he? Okay. 
Uh, I do want to show a video on um, before we get to Alex Jones and all that because I know you have thoughts to say. Um, I do want to show a video about what they were doing, what he and De- what he and Casey DeSantis were doing. Um, the, after the Iowa, oh, they were Iowa. You know, pretty much saying, you know, go out there and vote. So she pretty much came out. Laura Loomer, who is you know, um, my my celebrity crush now. Um, Shut up. Casey DeSantis pretty much came out and said. You know what? We're going to encourage. We're going to bus people to Iowa to vote for Ron DeSantis. Pretty much, and here's her words: "Who now is now the um, Hillary Clinton of and Michelle Obama of the campaign? She's the next Joe Biden." Man, I just she's running. Uh, We have a huge coalition across the United States of America of mothers and grandmoms. When the governor was reelected, we had a coalition of one point one. When the governor, you don't work for him. That is your husband. Why is she pumping up like that? Why are you calling him the governor? That's your husband. Went wrong. And why? Why, why is he? On, why is she there? He can't maybe, talk. Maybe, to... maybe it sounds a bit more professional. It doesn't. No one voted. For, no one's voting for you, ma'am. One million mothers. And... Melania would never. Now we're gonna start this over again to hear this bitch. I mean, she's hot, but come on. <laughs> and I'm sorry to say that word, but I'm. Come on, man. Say it again. Rd twenty four. Rd two. R. Yeah, I was gonna say. What is this? We have a huge coalition across the United States of America of mothers and grandmoms. When the governor was reelected, uh, we had a coalition of 1.1 million mothers and grandmoms in the state of Florida. That was the largest that had ever been done in the, the history of our state and probably, I would argue, across yeah. the nation. We're asking all of these moms and grandmoms to come from wherever it might be, North Carolina, South Carolina, and to descend upon the state of Iowa to be a part of the caucus because you do not have to be a resident of Iowa to be able to participate in the caucus. So moms and grandmoms are going to be able to come and be a part and let their voice be heard in support of Ron DeSantis. She just pretty much said that you don't need to vote. You know, you don't need to be a citizen of Iowa to participate. So she's effectively calling for people to come in and vote for Ron DeSantis. Out of state. She wants to bust people in from, from Florida or from the <laughs> to Iowa to vote for on that's how desperate they are. One point one p- million people online, and that's what they want now. They want to bust them into Iowa to vote for him in the caucus. And then the Iowa GOP pretty much came out and said, "Hey, you need to show ID if you're going to participate in the caucus." Yeah, they came in right after this and said this. You need to be a citizen, a resident of Iowa to vote in the caucus. You need to show us ID. Maybe he wants the illegals to come in too. They are this that's a, that's classic election interference and cheating. Casey DeSantis. I mean, I love you, Casey, but come on now. No, you don't. I love her. I love Casey. But I <laughs> like come on, come on now. This is what it's come to. You can't What a simp. You can't spread your message and get out the <clears throat> Why isn't the why aren't the men talking? Yeah. Why isn't the man of the house talking? <laughs> Why isn't the... It's so annoying, man. We're going to get canceled. No, but like, like... I don't give a damn. But it's like, dude, Ron, Melania would never. Melania would never. She came out... I mean, she never wanted to do it in the first place. She's coming out behind the scenes and saying, yeah. She's coming out behind the scenes and saying, oh, I think Tokyo should be the, the, the running mate for my husband. And then, and she's coming out and saying, 
Oh, the children. I care about the children. And the... And don't bully. Don't bully. <laughs> that's what we like. Oh, Melania is beautiful. The white dress. The elegant. People love her. Putin thinks don't she's bully. Oh, Don't bully the kids. The children. I care, I care about the children. And the Christmas tree. And the Tucker. That's what... That's what Melania. That's why we love Melania. That's why we love Melania. That's why we love Melania because <laughs> she stayed away from the politics. She wasn't saying she wasn't she wasn't uh, Hillary Clinton saying I need an office in the West Wing. She wasn't Michelle Obama telling rant crying at us and telling us that we need to change school foods. Um, your husband's the president. Tell him. Yeah, exactly. If you fuck him at night, you can't tell him. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, Wait, what? I just realized what you just. <laughs> We don't want another Michelle Obama, Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, who was a kindergarten teacher and now apparently is a doctor, or or another Hillary. We don't want that, Casey. All right? We want your husband to tell me, sell me. Riz me up, bro. Riz me. That's what I yeah, need not to just do. your beauty. Yeah, no, the more. Ron DeSantis, riz me up. Sell me the dream of America. <laughs> Tell me why waking up in America with you is great. Do it. But he can't. He hasn't done it. He hasn't done it. Trump did it. Trump has risen everyone up. And and that's the thing. You have to be able to sell. I get it. Your policies are great. But if you can't sell it to me, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it either. I do not want it. I do not want this, please. Okay. I want to be sure I make it cheap. Before we're done here, um, Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson. It was a, it was a really good one actually. That was a good one. I think if you haven't watched it, go out and watch it. I su- highly suggest it. Um, several points I think he brought up there that were significant. I mean, he, uh, first off, he talked about. I think the most important thing, um, uh, before you know, first I'm not I'm not gonna give a biography on Alex Jones. I'm not doing that. That's a waste of time. We all know who he is, yeah. and we're not going into Tucker and no. I don't want to talk about personalities and do you think he's cool? I don't know. We're gonna talk about the big points. Mm. He's absolutely right that a war with Iran or a confrontation or heightening of a conflict with Iran would mean that every single sleeper cell in the in the country would awaken. And they have threatened us with that. They know, and the FBI knows, that there are Hamas and Hezbollah fighters in the country. That is who is crossing our border. Those are the sheeps, those are the wolves in sheep's clothing that are crossing our border as, as poor refugees. They are in Europe. And they are now in the United States. And if there is a conflict, we are going to see actual Hezbollah fighters, not Al Qaeda terrorists who, who shout, who shout the, I don't, and blow up a stapler. They are going to be actual terrorist fighters in the country, operating and carrying out guerrilla-style military operations in the country, because they are going to be sleeper cells in this country, activating if there is a big conflict with Iran. And the government is that in the Biden administration is directly involved in that. And they should be going to jail for this. I agree. They should, they should be. Yeah. They are you know, actively putting the people in danger. Go ahead. Uh, the way he also explained, um, you know, if we were to go to war with Iran, he also mentioned like Hezbollah will make Hamas look like, um, he, he said something that will make him look like something, but. I, I didn't realize the way he was explaining it is that Hezbollah is really that big as a terrorist group. It's I not actually... that they're that big. They are trained 
professional fighters. They have the backing of the Iranian government. They have weaponry. And they have the ability to carry out these attacks. They have experience. Hamas is a small part of what of, of is a, a small ally. Hezbollah is a yeah, experienced, right. well-trained group that can carry out operations in the United States through sleeper cells. They will have sleeper cells in the country hidden within the population. I guarantee you they have that now. And the FBI and CIA know that. And they, if we have a war with Iran, not to say that we'll lose, but we will feel real conflict in the country because they have now slipped in to our nation. They are in our cities. We'll we'll see them in places like New York, maybe Los Angeles, yeah, in in, in Miami. We will see them. Yeah, it won't be a losing battle, but it will be damaging because they are also inside the country as well. They are here, and that's what he meant. And I thought that was a very very explicit point. I thought that was very uh, – I think that opened people – I think that would open people's eyes. That's what I suggested. That will open your eyes and your mind to what the realities would be. This isn't a hypothetical. This is a reality of what the situation is. Not that I think, I feel, that's cool, I didn't know. No, this is this is the reality of what will happen in the war. Because we have not, as a country, suffered consequences. We've been lucky enough that we have two major oceans, or we did, that, that struck – Fear into our enemies and saying, "Yeah, they're far. Yeah, they're far. We yep. haven't suffered that big of a loss since 9/11. Yeah, we have the mass shootings and we have the the terrorism. Sometimes of we saw the shootings of it's all on the inside. Yeah, we saw the mass shootings. We did. You know, the, the that woman out there, the Iranian woman, who by the way was hot, the yoga, um, the press yoga lady in Los Angeles. You remember Jeez. that? What was that Bernard Ber, uh, Bakersfield? No, no, that was um, San Bernardino in 2017, 2018. Oh, yeah, it was. That? Yeah, it it did it still lower B, something like that, yeah. San Bernardino. That was a symptom of what can happen on a small scale. A bigger scale of that. Well, you'll see actual fighters in vans and pickup trucks coming out and committing heinous crimes. That's what you're going to see. And we're not used to that. We've never seen that in the country. That is something that can happen, and it's directly attributed to the fact that Biden and his people have let these killed people in come in through the millions. Through the millions. And when you have university kids, it's a perfect storm. And and that's what the interview should have showed you. He has been able to show you how everything connects. How the big pharma, how the military, how the scientists, how the food, how the financiers, how the, all these people connect. And how they all work in one big chain to enact this huge change that he talks about, which is the WEF. In this great reset, which is extremely draconian, the fact that they want to have a depopulation down to 500 million people worldwide, that they want to yeah, have... Yeah, that's, that's the scary part, yeah. That they're going to decide who matters. That even though Karl Schwab has a bigger footprint than you and I combined, he believes that he has the right, because he is he is he he has positioned himself as to, and I have always said this, that these communists and that these globalists they have this God complex that they are above the human species in terms of they are able to decide for an entire species of people yeah. because they are above them. They are now more than human. They are transhuman. They are godlike in terms of that they are above everyone. They live in seclusion. They fly anywhere. They can say anything. They are not unaffected by what they do. And they believe that they have the ability 
or the right to enact change in any way, manner, fit. That they can move pieces on a chessboard and do whatever they want. Oh, I can do whatever they want. Oh. That they can decide if you are you have the right to live. They can decide if you have the right to have children. They have the right to tell you that you are going to eat crickets. They have the right to tell you that you can't have a car. You can't own an apartment. You can't buy a house. You can't raise your family. You can't believe in God. You have to believe in them. They are now God. That's what they believe they have a right to do because they believe that they are godlike. They are human. De they are deities. That they are above human. The human civilization. I mean, no, norm normally when a normal human being, I mean, what I even call a normal human being, normally when you hear someone say that that I am God, you guys look, you know, beneath me or anything like that. Don't you think that they tend to crumble quick? Now, if I heard that as a normal human being, I'd be like, "Yeah, you're insane." You're retarded. Yeah, yeah. That, it wouldn't last. It, would, it wouldn't last. They're long. not. They're oh. not delving. They're not delving into that area. And yes, and every single leader who has attempted to position themselves as something like that, every time there's been an experiment like that, it doesn't work out. It crumbles. People do not. Does crumble. People do not give into that. They do not like that. People like freedom. Yes, you may think that. Yeah, there are the mass shootings. Yeah, there's people that are gay. There's people that are trans. But guess what? I like my freedom. It may not be perfect right now, but I like my freedom. I like the freedom to say, I want that gas car. I want to go build a cabin in the woods on my property. I have the right freedom to, to go own, anywhere, the freedom to own. Yeah. I have the right to own 40 acres of land and a pickup truck. Used or new, I have the right to have it. And you can't yep. tell me if I can have a, a gas stove top or not. Who are you to tell me you I can't have it? What gives you the right or what gives you the assumption you have a bigger moral compass to decide that? Nothing. Nothing does. You don't have the right to do that. So and we don't need any of those credit credit systems that they want to apply as well. We don't need any of that. We don't. No one's asked. No one's. No one's asked for. No one's. No one's voted for. Chosen you? Yeah. Who who elected them? Who chose them? Who told them that they have the right to all to get to tell us that they? Who gave them the right? Who gave them the right to even give an opinion? Who asked them for an opinion? Who asked you? It was one thing that uh, Alex mentioned was the twenty twenty four election. Um, I actually do think that the twenty twenty four election will be like the last straw. It really is, and it's going to be a lot of chaos in twenty twenty four. The the idea of like going to a New Year this is something different. Uh, going to a New Year's party and then expect to be happy and like oh happy New Year's you know it's gonna be a good year. Oh, there's going to be a lot of chaos in 2024. Um, you also mentioned about they might have a chance of assassinating Joe Biden or saying that he is not medically clear and that it won't be a Biden versus Trump. We've talked about this. Yeah, we do. They are looking to replace him. Yeah. We've talked about this. This isn't new. They are looking to replace him. We, they, they've. It's already starting. Yes. Why else are they covering? They spent years telling us the laptop didn't exist, and then I don't know where he exists. Yeah. They spent years telling us that he didn't impregnate a a, a girl in in Kentucky, and then that he didn't have a child, and that that wasn't the actual child. Then it turns out, oh yeah, that is his kid. And and how dare Joe Biden not recognize this young girl? They did that. There is, is no this... goddamn reason the view would cover that if they're not trying to get rid of Joe Biden. Yeah. So we know that's coming. And we know how they operate. There are two things. If Jill 
doesn't give way, they are going to get rid of him. They're going to push him aside. That's when they operate overtly. And they have refused to operate in an overt fashion because the people are on to them now. People are going to say, what the fuck? You, Joe Biden just died of a heart attack? I don't know what. I get he was old, but... There's going to be a lot of questions when, when it happens. Yep. Even we're going to ask, oh shit, they killed him. They killed him. Everyone's going <laughs> to... I they can see him. everyone doing this. Yeah, they killed him. They killed him. He, he's I, old, but he's not unhealthy. If they were, if Joe Biden were to be assassinated, here's here's what I think will happen. If Joe Biden will be assassinated, you know who they will blame? Mega Republican. Oh yeah, this mega Republican. They're going to set it up in a way. See, they don't they don't do it in terms. Either he's gonna, either they're gonna say he passed away at night peacefully. They could do that route. But the most attractive route for them is going to be he was shot by a right-wing instigator. Remember what they did. Remember what they did in Michigan. Remember what it did in Michigan. They said that Gretchen Whitmer was going to be kidnapped by a bunch of right-wing extremists. And then it turned out that, oh, wait a second. They're labeled by the FBI as assets. They can't actually go to jail. Mm. They didn't go to jail. Because they were told, the FBI came in and and told the judge, yeah, they're with us. They're with us. We got to make this just disappear. And what happened? Did they did they apologize? Did people wake up and realize, oh, yeah, uh, that wasn't? No. Tudor Dixon lost the election to Gretchen Whitmer. That's what happened because the, 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 the air, what was in the air was these Republicans, they, look at what they did to me. They kidnapped me. And then what happened afterwards? Oh, yeah, we found out it was the FBI. Yeah. So, so is it going to work? Of course it's going to work. Because people are so gullible, and Democrats are going to believe it, and the media is going to parrot it constantly, twenty four seven. They're gonna, it's gonna be flashing in every headline, flashing, flashing, flashing. The, a right wing man, a right wing man who's racist and who hates black people, explicitly black. That's what they're gonna say. He hates. He wrote things on Twitter saying that black trans women need to die. Keywords. He hated Arabs. Keywords. He hated Muslims. Keywords. They're gonna say that guy, whoever the hell he is, Richard uh, uh, White Whiteson, he killed Joe Biden. He shot Joe Biden. And then they're gonna do the same to Trump, and they're gonna come out and say a left wing whack job who voted for Bernie Sanders came out and shot Donald Trump as he was leaving the New York uh, District Attorney's office courthouse. Hmm. Why? Because they can't. End him by going by sending him to jail. They know what the only thing left is. That's the only thing left. And so that's part of what they can do. Those are the most extreme things they can do to ensure that they are still in charge after 24. Because it is the last row. 24, it's not the last row. I'm not going to say that because in 2028, we're going to say the same damn thing. This is the. This is. The this is the Alamo moment, and Alex Jones kept mentioning the Alamo. And I think, and I and I didn't remember the Alamo. But the Alamo is the most. Yes, everybody in the Alamo died. They died, but those yeah. but but three thousand out of ten thousand troops died. So when they went on after the Alamo, they were weaker. So twenty twenty four may not be the nail in the coffin, but it may be the, it may be the nail. It may be the nail. In the coffin, it may not be the hitting the nail in, in the coffin, but it may be the nail in the coffin. It may be the nail, almost in the coffin. 
See? It may not be okay. the it may not be the end all, but it may be the beginning of the end for the deep state. So I know okay. we right. know what's going to happen. As we talked about, it. it's gonna be crazy. Oh, they're gonna be we, what did we just see with the virus that's coming out in China? <laughs> they're making a new virus. A pneumonia like a pneumonia like virus that goes after children and is killing people. Yeah, we'll not not now this time going after children. And now it's also going after. Oh, they they even brought in like the monkeypox too. It was going after the gays. Nobody <laughs> believed in the monkeypox. Nobody no. believed in the uh, what's the other one? Um, uh, they had the um, they had another one. That was, was death. Like mosquitoes. Not mosquito pox. They had another one. Um, it was like a it was a variant of COVID. It was um, COVID Alpha, COVID uh, Omicron. Oh right, I forgot about that. Omicron didn't work. Nobody gave a shit about Omicron. They're going to continue. They're going to flood people in, and they're going to going to keep the mass mass migrants. There could be a terrorist operation going. These on. are all terrorist steps. Attack. These are all steps. These are all events that will happen at the same time, in order to create mass hysteria. To to create mass hysteria, so people are distracted. They're distracted. They're focusing on the wrong things. They forget the fact that yes, Joe Biden is corrupt. They forget the fact that Obama may have drowned his chef. They forget about the fact that Michelle Obama's a man. They forget about the fact that there's a war in Israel and Ukraine. They forget that there is real change. They forget the fact that they're making accounting errors in the Defense Department. Instead of three million, they're sending three trillion or three billion to to Ukraine. I mean, there is a reason why I said 2024 will be the uh, the last mark for all of us. Like when you when you think about it, like they're already gonna. I mean, who's gonna wait for Donald Trump being president for twenty twenty eight? And uh, they're already gonna push a lot of most of their agendas in twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six. So it's like I think like by twenty twenty eight, it's probably gonna be too late. You know, that's that's why I said twenty twenty four might be like the last straw. If Trump loses, no. And you, well, I, I, I mean, like loses, Trump is gonna be like. That's Probably why... like late eighties and when he's like twenty twenty eight or how how old he's gonna be. He's not running. He'll be dead by then. If he loses in twenty twenty four, he'll be dead. They'll find the way. They'll they'll they're not going to let him live on after that. If he if he loses, he will not continue. That yeah. that's guaranteed, guaranteed. And I get it. He doesn't think about like when Tucker asked him about you know insinuated. Yeah, you know what happens next. He's not thinking about death because to him he's confident enough to say, I can I can I cannot live anything they'll throw at me. Better done, better, better said than done. But he's confident, and that's what I like. That's what we like about. It. He's like, I, I, I rather him. Yeah, I rather him being confident. Being yeah. confident, and instead of gloomy like uh, uh, RFK, and say, "Oh, what if I get killed?" Because they're not giving me security, buddy. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I I like you, but come on. All right, we're broke. We're broke. <laughs> we can't help you. We're broke. So, yeah. so that that's the one thing, and and then there were so many other points. I mean, obviously, uh, he talks about societal things. He talk about men, and he talk about men, and and he doesn't talk about men, but he show, you show this. How am I gonna put it? You show this. Uh, what men were. The ability to produce things, the ability to innovate, the ability to invent. Not these kids that. Uh, these kids that they all they do is that they go on TikTok, they play video games, they they're gay, 
they're they they don't know what fishing is they don't know what farming is they don't know what how to use a power tool they don't know how to use a hammer they don't know how to use all the useful things yeah no all they do is play all they do is play the video games all they do is talk about bitcoin all they do is talk about the finance all they do is talk about the women all they do is talk about dumb stuff that's not they smoke cigars and they think that's what being a man is andrew tate sits there and smokes a cigar with his shirt off and like i'm a real man That's not what real men do. I play, I play, uh, I, I'm gonna, like, I like video games. But that's not what life is about. So, so, th that's all, that's what, that's one thing I saw. I saw, I saw, a I saw a vision into the past and I saw our future. And that was depressing. Because I saw what's coming. And it's kids that just aren't prepared for hard times. They don't know how to do anything. They're dependent on technology that's been given to them by these elites who can control them. So when the time comes for them to be controlled by GPS operated cars that have kill switches that, yeah, you haven't, you're emitting too much. No more car for you. You, I don't like that opinion. No more Twitter for you. Uh, you can't leave your house because you gave you, because you're, you haven't paid your fee, your, your fees. Those people are going to just accept it because on TikTok there's going to be someone like Taylor Swift saying, "Do it." Yeah, and Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and all these other idiots who are going to go out there and influence. And these people are so gullible and stupid. So and Andrew Tate's probably going to say it because as much as he's going to say it, the Matrix, guess what? He likes money. He likes money because money is a big part of his escaping the Matrix. Money he's is money, his man. He's a Bugatti man. So money is his drug. And so, and so, so we're in a bad shot. And, and part of that, part of his interview, I take it a different way. The ending of it, yeah, I saw that I, I was able to see in one shot, yeah, the decline. I saw the decline. I saw the decline of not just a nation, but of a culture, which defines a nation. Yeah. yeah. And in that, I saw the end. And it is depressing. That's why Tucker was asking, you know, you know don't you see the, the, don't you just see, like, how do you, how do you keep doing it? And while he talked about it, more like, I just don't want to do it anymore because you see all these stories, you see, you read all these raw reports, and you're saying so much, so much. Yeah, dude, dude's, yeah, dude's physically tired. Dude doesn't even want to do it. Yeah, he's, he's been talking about leaving the country as well. Just doesn't want to deal with it. Well, he's mentally worn out. Like, where would you go? Because physically, <laughs> you see him, he's strong as an ox, but, you know, mentally, you're fried. Like, what, like, it's just so much, so much. Um, yeah, so that, that, mm -hmm. that was, um, no, it's a good interview. I would recommend anybody watch it. You know, um, it's I so always said this: Alex is not to be taken as fact all the time. I was because, just going to say that, yeah. but I always say he's entertaining. But there are things that he says that there are no lies. There is yeah. nothing wrong about what he said. That's we know, right? We know. So um, that's what I said, and um, uh, I want to show a video of just um, kind of a, about the culture and about you know what it used to be. People, what real men are like. I sent you this video. I want to show it just to react in the end. Um, just to react to this man, this English man standing his ground against these Arab uh, Muslim protesters in London, pretty much saying, you know. Get out of here! You know you're not English. You're not a. You're not a man. You're a coward. You're standing behind. Oh uh, right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's here's a video. video. I think you're gonna enjoy it. I think you would love this. But here we go. 
Enjoy your last break. Why don't you go back to where you came Oh, you are. Not even English. Oh, oh, 
you want to find me for England? I don't want to fight England. You don't deserve to be in England. Well, make me move. I'm not a fighter. Make me move. You're the one that wants to fight everyone. Yeah, you're trying to beat people. Nobody tried to beat you. You're the one that wants to fight everyone. We are weak. Why are you punching? Because he gives you an equation. You punch him as well. Because you are wanker. That's it. You have no idea. Did you punch him? Did you punch him? He punched me. He's not English. He's not English, mate. He's not English. Australian, I think. Which country you Everything can go. I'm not happy from government. Everything bro. What we done? What we done to you? Just live in this country. You know what we done? You're a foreigner. You're a foreigner, mate. Joker. I'm First off, I love that word, wanker. <laughs> I think it's a funny ass <laughs> word to say. It really is. You goddamn wanker. Um thoughts, I mean, why come into the country and just why come into the country the the same country that you left, you know, and you decide to go to a Western country trying to find like a peaceful life, but then also bash on that country and call them racist. I I just I just don't understand that point. I really don't. That's yeah. It's it's such a weird fetish. <laughs> These silly yeah, makers. I think the there, it's this, it's like a fetish now. Like they they get excited to the fact that they. I'm seeing this with my friends too. It's like you're living in America. You guys left that country because your, your family left. want. Yeah, the parents left because they want you know. You guys to have a good uh, future in America, and on top of that, you're over here sleeping, wearing clothes, eating in American soil, and then bashing on it at the same time. Your parents left that country for a reason, and now you're bashing, and now you're bashing the country that gave you what you have. You yeah, wouldn't exactly. have this where you're from. You wouldn't have this in in in, in Pakistan. You wouldn't have this in India. You wouldn't have this in and they, and they've been in the country before. They've been there. You wouldn't have anything. You guys wanna, you guys wanna keep supporting that same country and wave that flag in a different country and say, oh, I support them. Well, then go back. Go back. Support. Yeah, exactly. Go back. And and also, like this is the type of people we need. He is he is in his country. England is English. It is English. Yeah, I, I was... That I, is I, where I, they are. How is a bunch um, of foreigners going to tell him that... You tell don't... him that, yo, you don't deserve to be... No, you don't deserve to be here. Who gave you... Who told you you have the right to be here? You have the privilege to be here. Immig immigrating to another country is a privilege. I have the privilege to go to your home. I don't have the right to be your house. Yeah. And vice versa. I have the privilege of going to the to the Dominican Republic or to Mexico or to China or Japan. I don't have the right to. I don't have the right. Yep. My passport is a visa because I come from the best country in the world and they assume that it's safe and, and I'm vetted and they understand who I am and the United States vouches, our reputation vouches. That's why we don't need a visa to go to to go to Canada. Our passport speaks to us for itself. Yeah, but but I have I don't that doesn't mean I have the right to be there. 
And so that man doesn't have a right. And he has the right to defend his homeland. And he's going there and saying, if you don't like it here, fuck off and leave. I like it here. This is my house. This is my country. This is my home. If you don't like it here, leave. This is the way it is. Now, if you're out here protesting because you're you're a resident and saying, you know what? I believe in lower taxation. I believe that we should have a better education system. I believe that that's, that's I respect that. But if you're out here saying, this country's horrible, tear it down, free our country, our country's better, we need to raise our flag over yours. It's built by racists. It's like, okay, then leave. What are you doing here, then? Go back. If you'd hate it's our country so that. much, if you think our country is so wicked and so evil, why are you here? And I know some people are so afraid to say that, telling people to go back. Well, it's it, it's the honest truth. Like, just go back. It has to it be. Has and don't be afraid to be called being called a racist either. No, that man had no fear. He said no, he had I'm no fear. fear. I want to be just like him. You, we need more people like him. That's why I said, you know, that, that yeah. that's the mold of people that say, you know, I'm not afraid of you because you're a coward. You are a coward. You hide behind a mask. You hide behind slogans and 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 no conviction behind what your words because you won't go back and fight for what you want. Go back and fight for Hamas. Why don't you do that? If you believe so yeah. much in the cause, why don't you go and fight? Like the th- thousands of, of Jewish men and Israelis who around the world who flew to Israel to fight and are putting their lives on the line to hunt down the so cowards. true. Why that don't so you go true. down and do that? They don't. Because they, they want to be safe. They want to do. They want to protest and hate the world and hate the country that gave them the freedom to protest, particularly the women, while behind the safe confines of their nice, cozy Ivy League colleges. They want to do that we, outside of their nice, cute Starbucks. They want to do that in the cities where they have homes and family members they can hide to. They want to do it in the safety of their own homes and neighborhoods, but they won't go put their lives on the line like the Israelis are. And that's the biggest difference. One side is cowardly, one side is pathetic and has no values or, or fundamentals behind their cause, and the other one is putting their life on the line. And that speaks volumes and should to everyone in the world. Amen. Amen to that. So that that was um that's pretty much where we're kinda of at the end of the episode. Um I just want to show that video because I came across it and I and I wasn't gonna watch it because I said I, I know where this is going. But it was far better than I thought. I was like, "This isn't where I was going. This is amazing." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the. Uh, I didn't see the part where the guy was touching his shoulder and he was like, "Don't touch me." Yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't see that part. This was a man who had confident, who was confident that he could throw down with anybody and he would come out on top. He knew what he was doing. He yep. was unafraid. He yep. was confident. He saw that guy in a mask and said, "You're a coward." He saw that guy, those guys saying the same words and said, "You have nothing to say to me." You have nothing to say to me. You have nothing over me. You are evil, and I am not. And I and and, and they and they um and they had and he had no fear. He had no fear. One thing I really want from him is his patience. Like I I have no problem with anything else. I can confront a person easily and like not do anything or get pissed off. I really need his patience, honestly. <laughs> I, he went out there with a plan. He was gonna go out there and confront a coward. He said, "I'm gonna confront them and I'm gonna tell them." Piece of my mind, because he and I said I have I have as much of a right to pro- to tell them what I feel about them as much as they have the right to call me a racist. Mm. And that he does. Mm-hmm. All right. Good old Sam. The problem is that in the in a country like the United Kingdom, 
the lodger's almost up nowadays. I mean, he's gonna be sentenced to 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 a jail probably for racism, for harassment, for for the words he says if he's in London. If you were saying, "Oh, the accent's not real," that is an accent. Go to the countryside in England. That's an accent. That is how they speak. That's how English people speak. Uh, not the stupid, slow uh, London accent that everybody thinks. Everybody thinks London is the central, is the only place that matters in England. It's not. Northern England and Southern London, England matters. And that is an accent you will definitely hear in England. Definitely an accent you hear in London. But those guys don't know because those guys don't know anything about the country they're in. They don't know about Shakespeare. They don't know about uh, they don't know about the King George the Third. They don't know about the hedgerows. They don't know about uh, the, the. They don't know anything about their history, their lore, the culture that developed and developed them. They don't know anything about that. They don't know. Yeah, it's 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 the same thing in America. If you ask them who's the first president or the second president, they they don't know, or can't even pronounce it properly. No, they don't. They don't know about the things that happened. They they don't know about. They don't know our history, the way things develop. They don't know about Ulysses S. Grant. They don't know about uh, the, the, the about, about the Industrial Revolution. They don't know. They don't even about, want to learn English. They don't know. They don't know anything about our history. They don't learn. They know Barack Obama and Bill Clinton and Hillary and, and that's it. But they don't know our history. They don't know our culture. They don't understand uh, why the West is like is why it is. They don't understand why we're a gun cult having culture. They don't understand that. So that's why you have people from the Dominican Republic come in and say, I don't like that you have guns. Well, I don't give a shit that you don't like it. If you don't like it, leave. Yeah, exactly. Don't it's, change it. It's put up. It's put up or, 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 or it's put up or get up, bro. That's it. Don't I don't give a shit. Put up or get up. Leave. If you don't like it and you have a problem, it's such a big problem, get the fuck out. There's there's donut stores in the, in the Dominican Republic. Find a job there. <laughs> Yeah, we're nearing the end of this. We've been on long enough. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Was a good Follow episode. us on Twitter. That's where we're most active. Like, subscribe to this video, share, and you know what? Um, don't be afraid to call these people out. They are cowards and they are evil, and you are not. You are. <laughs> And you definitely don't be afraid to be racist. <laughs> don't be afraid to be racist. Yeah. Tell these, tell these people to go back to, to the country. Tell people the truth and say, you know what? Don't don't let these people come here into your communities and shit on them. Don't let them tell you that they have the right to take away your resources and welfare or your benefits and give them to some illegal person. They don't have the right. They, you are a American citizen. That takes privilege. Say it as it is. A yeah. lot of these things. Yep. Say it as it is. And if people continue to tell the truth, that is how you... Get rid of people in power. You get them to conform, you get them to change, or you get them the hell out of here. And you tell the truth and say, you know what? I don't want a war in Ukraine. I don't want to support the war in Ukraine. I don't want war in Israel. I don't want... I, the, the Israelis aren't genocidal. There's no genocide in Israel. When you say that, and you tell them that Israel is not committing genocide, and they freak out and give you no facts, and give you no no specifics. Yeah, that's that's one important thing. Always bring, you know. Always bring some knowledge. Knowledge effects you into know, any any type of conversation or debates. You know you're on the side of truth. You know you're on the right side when you were refuting people that have no substance, when they have no basis of reality, when they have no they have no values and they have no judgment and they have no fundamental fundamental principles. You're in the right, and and I would say don't be afraid. 
do not be afraid. Do not give them the freedom or the luxury of 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 believing that they're that they have the only ones that have a right, and that and they have the privilege to protest and complain. And and, and no, you have equal right to them, equal right. And but not only that, not not only do you have equal right, but you're on the right side because you have the facts, you have the story, you have the principles, you have the values, and you have and you have the the and you have the truth on your side. So don't be afraid. Do yep. not be afraid. And and tell the truth. That's the only way you you actually get rid of these evil, pathetic, egomaniac, insecure, paranoid, narcissistic filth, slime that's in power today. That's the only way when you speak truth unafraid and unworried like that gentleman did. Cheers to him. And I hope to see you guys next time. Like, subscribe. Hope to see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Say rest to y'all.